day, Toby. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. So we're taking over for from Mel this week on beauty and business. So Giving you a rest. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great to have you on the call. Um, what I thought Thanks. would be great to talk about and just get some of your feedback on is uh, mm-hmm. we hear a lot from salon owners around the world. In fact, they've got one of their primary focuses is on getting new customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously the reason for that is that they, they're really interested in growing their business. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, I know that you speak about that there are, there are, other ways to grow your business other than totally. uh, just just getting new customers. So I was wondering if you could start off and sort of tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, uh, from my point of view, uh, getting new clients isn't the place that I start uh, because um, I like the term, you know, picking the lowest hanging fruit. Mm. Um, and when it comes to business, it's the lowest hanging fruit usually isn't getting more clients because usually getting more clients requires, um, you know, spending money and spending time on marketing, whether it be Facebook, social media, whether it be, you know, flyers, whether it be window, um, window designs, whatever the case might be, it takes time. It, it really does take time. Um, and so the lower hanging fruit really at the end of the day is what you've already got um, in and around your business. Um, so what so about... That, yeah. Can I just interrupt for a second? Sure. What, what about if I'm if I'm a salon owner and I'm struggling mm-hmm. to um, uh, uh, pay my bills and yep. I've got I've got some cash flow issues and I really need that injection of extra money into my business? Is yep. if the, if that's the case, is is that a good uh, a good place to start? If that's the case in getting new clients, okay, that's or? a very good question because. So, okay, so there's usually a handful of key issues or key problems that most business owners face. I mean, I know each business is different and I know each industry is different. Uh, but usually, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to not having enough money coming through the doors or being able to pay the bills or mm. to live the lifestyle that you want or staffing issues where you can't find the right staff, you can't keep the right staff, you don't know how to incentivize them and all the rest or, you know, they're not, they're not good, they're not performing well, et cetera, et cetera. And then the third area uh, usually is a matter of time um you know either you know if you don't have money issues meaning that you've got enough sales and income coming through mm-hmm. and your staff and the team are well uh you know the third issue is is time like in in the sense that you're working so many hours a week and you know you don't have enough time to do the things that you really want to do in your life or spend it with the people that you want to really spend it with um so it's usually those three areas it's either a money problem a staffing problem or a uh, or a timing problem, and so what you're talking okay. about right now in in your example is a money problem. Yeah. And if yeah. it's a yeah, and uh, and that's usually the first stage of a business, right? Because if you have staffing problems, it usually means that you've got to a degree some you know money coming through, at least enough to pay staff. Mm-hmm. You know, so so usually if you're having money problems, it's the 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 first area or the first kind of problems that you have in a, in a business. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, to kind of state, take a step back from what I said, you know, the first thing I said in this call was, you, you know, you don't necessarily have to um, get more clients, but if you're struggling, if you don't have enough clients in the first place, well then yes, you do need more clients. I mean, there's only certain things you can do inside your business to, 
you know, in, improve profits and, uh, you know, improve the frequency of how many times your clients come and all the rest. But there is a point when if, you, if you're not getting enough customers coming through the door, there's nothing that's going to, you know, help that more than getting more customers. There's, there's a point to which you need to have a certain amount of customers coming through the door. Okay. So, so, yeah. so if I'm, if I've got some level of, um, uh, an established, an established business. So I've got, I've been trading for perhaps a year or two years. I've got maybe yes. a couple of staff and I've got, I've got, um, the client base. I've got mm-hmm. the traffic and everything. But then mm-hmm. I start to, it starts to, uh, go on a little bit of a, of a um a decline so in in sure. that in that way money starts to become a little bit bit of an issue um is mm-hmm. the first step then are you saying to go out and look for new clients or is there is there another way of of bringing money into the business yeah so you're going to get to a point uh in your business where you can only handle so much. Uh, and some of you who are listening right now are probably at that stage where you can only handle so much. You've only got a certain amount of hours in a day. Uh, mm-hmm. There's only so many jobs or types of clients I can hand over to my employees because, you know, most of my or a lot of clients who want to do brows can only do it through me because I'm the only one who's trained and qualified mm-hmm. through Browse International, for example. So, um, yeah, you, you're going to get to that point where we just can't take on much more so when you know if you know if you're at the stage where you've got enough sort of money flow coming through there's other areas to grow that's already inside your business Um, and the three there's basically three key areas and that is one is increasing your your average dollar sale Uh, number two is uh, increasing your the number of times or you know your clients come to you um, and obviously the third one is, you know, in, well, there's actually four. Jeez, goodness me, I can't even count. Uh, three is obviously increasing your margins. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, four is, you know, increasing the number of clients that you have and, uh, increasing the number of clients you have. Like I said, in most, most people's situation, I would actually do that last because it does take money and time and, and effort. But if I'm talking about the low hanging fruit, that I was referring to before, there's things like, um, you know, increasing the average, you know, spend amount that a client makes with you. So if, for example, the average client, uh, and so this actually means that you have to know your numbers a little bit better. And I know I spoke about that with Elle um, in yeah, a previous okay. talk. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to improve what you don't know. And so, you know, knowing some of these basic numbers as well will help you. But increasing your average sale amount, well, first of all, means that you need to know what your average sale amount is. So over so a when week... You say, when yep. you say your average sale amount, just to clarify for anyone listening who's not exactly clear on what your average sale amount is, mm-hmm. can you clarify that? Absolutely. So um, we... we as business owners or salon owners, well, you guys are salon owners, have obviously a variety of products and services that you sell, ranging from the low dollar value, uh, low dollar ones, uh, mm-hmm. right through to the to the higher dollar ones. So when you average out all your all your sales that actually go through the till, mm-hmm. let's say for example for the week or for the month, let's say you've done a hundred transactions of products and and services, mm-hmm. then what's the average? Um, spend. So, so let's say you've got 
for argument's sake, um, um, you know, $10,000 coming through the tills mm -hmm. and you've done 10 transactions, so mm -hmm. that's probably not a good one, but if you've got 1,000 transactions, mm -hmm. that means, uh, what's that? Uh, so no, that'd, that's not good example. that'd be ten dollars. <laughs> ten dollars. Let me see. We've got a thousand, or we've got ten, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh, what a bad example to use. But you get my drift, right? You just you know divide how many. Yeah, yeah. You know, so let's say it's a hundred dollar. A hundred dollar is the average. Okay, so 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 essentially, what you're saying is to get that figure and to start monitoring that inside exactly. inside the salon. You yep. take. You take the total number of sales that you've um, that you've run through the till, and you yep. divide it by the number of customers who who you've transacted business with. Correct. Uh, or, Correct. or more specifically, the number of transactions because a, because a customer may have come in twice. But uh, so it's the number of transactions, and that gives you that figure, your average your average exactly. transaction value. Okay. So yep. how how would how would a salon owner go about um, influencing that figure, or why should they focus on that, and what what can they do to sort of try and impact that? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's super important because um, if you if you increase your average dollar sale, you're essentially increasing your your profits without having to spend you know, money on, say, for example, marketing or advertising to then increase your profits, right? Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is every dollar you, you increase in your average spend goes mm -hmm. straight to your hip pocket, right? If it goes straight to, okay, pocket, because it, to the bank. Because it didn't cost you more money Correct. to actually generate that extra income. Okay, I see what you're e saying. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, uh, to make it kind of super simple, right? McDonald's do it super, super well, right? Mm -hmm. They, they, in fact, they do it in so many different, in so many different ways. So let's say the average meal, you know, over that, let's say they do a, a million, uh, transactions in a, in a month. I'm just mm -hmm. picking it, you know, a, 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 just an easy number. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. say they do it a million transactions and they realize that it's averaging around about $5 each time a person buys from us. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's bigger, sometimes it's smaller, but it's around about five, um, $5, right? Yep. But if then they say, all right, well, let's introduce the, you know, to everybody who services a customer or serves a customer at the counter or through the drive-through, just ask, would you like fries with that? Okay, mm -hmm. so you're just at, you're just at, the the person's asking a question, and you know not everyone will say yes, but there'll be a percentage of even if it's ten percent or twenty percent of people say yes, then you're increasing your average dollar sale by a certain amount, right? Just by asking a question. So you've increased the amount of money a client has spent with you in this instance just by asking a question. Mm. So in the salon world. It might be, you know, um, it might be rebooking. So, yep. would you like me to rebook you, uh, you know, in four weeks from today on this day? Yep. It could be as simple as that, or it could be, you know, the product that I use, you know, in your hair, for example, is salon grade. Would you, would you like some? You know, uh -huh. would you like to purchase some? Uh huh. For example, and, so and have it as part of the question. I guess, I guess the, the rebooking more comes to the frequency of purchase, right? 
Right. Uh, right. Whereas unless unless for some reason there's a sale and you're trying to collect on that now, you know, at right. the at at the moment, which would be a little bit unusual. One other right. thing that comes to mind is that, and I think we may have even discussed this on a on a previous podcast at some stage, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to to uh, when people do promotions within their salons, mm-hmm. often what they're doing is they're they're offering discounts and. Yep. And discounts, um, as a word in itself, I don't really like that word. Mm, but mm. but when you understand the true purpose of a discount, it starts to make sense as to why you would do a discount mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how how you should do it. And if the purpose mm. of a discount is to increase your average unit of sale, exactly, then okay, now we're starting to make more sense. Now we're Correct. using discounts not to give away money because that's in direct opposition as to why we're in business, um, but it's to it's to try and increase uh, the influx of cash in. So that's where I guess we're dealing with specific packages and combinations mm-hmm. of services, mm-hmm. which are specifically designed to increase that average transaction right. value. But unless you know what it is, you don't know how to design the promotions Correct. to actually achieve that. Yeah, exactly. And whether that's working or not. So, for yes, example, yeah. if you if you if you've asked started asking a certain question like, would you like to you know take one of these products home with you for only X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. right? How do you know that's actually making a difference? Or if your staff you've trained your staff to ask that question, the the equivalent of would you like fries with that? Mm-hmm. Um, you, how do you know it's working and to what extent? Because then you can start to, you know. If it's working, then you know you can repeat it or even improve it. Or if it's not working at all, and perhaps it's you know annoying the clients because they yeah. might feel that it's not you know the right thing to ask. Yeah. You know you need to monitor that. So, yeah, so it's that's, almost it's almost like yeah. being in a uh, being in the cockpit of a plane. But if right. you don't if you don't have any gauges in front of you and exactly. nothing's working and you've got a blindfold on, it's a little bit hard to fly the thing. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly right. Okay. And, and you mentioned packages. That's that's another easy, quick way. And I know a lot of the girls who've gone through the business acceleration program have started to do that and started to do that very successfully, like packaging, you know, certain services with certain products or certain services with other services that you do. So if you're doing hair, you know, um, packaging it with, you know, a brow, you know, introductory uh, service offer. Yep. For example, so that's a, it's an easy way to get some of your clients into the brow side of side of your business, mm. you know. Um, so when you start to package, and not just packaging products and services, but even just packaging based on on themes or events. So if um, you know Valentine's Day is coming up or Mother's Day is coming up again, and uh, another example of that is with uh, one of uh, our business acceleration program students where that's exactly what they did and sold vouchers and of, of for these packages in the lead up to these certain events. Mm. Um, and that boosted sales dramatically. It it doubled their average dollar sale uh, for you know in the lead up to I think it was Mother's Day or something like that or Valentine's Day, I forgot which day it was. And then then that worked. So they monitored how much that actually affected the business. They, re- they monitored and realized it increased the sales by X and the average dollar sale, you know, doubled or whatever the case was. And so they were able to do it again for an, a different occasion or, you know, they did it for different groups and started to think about what else they could 
package and how they could package it for different types of people, different types of clientele. Yeah, it's so important, so important. Um, yeah, fantastic. So, mm. so what about? Well, actually, first I'll just mention one thing that comes to mind, which is mm. um, that that um, when people think about going out, it just came to mind a second ago. When people think about yeah. going out and getting new customers, mm. um, the flip side of that, the exact opposite of that, is looking at reducing customer attrition um, mm-hmm. or the, mm-hmm. the falling yes. off of customers, the yes. falling away of customers. Yes, because if we can, if we can have um, a customer um, who was going to leave and not come back, come back and continue to be a customer, that's synonymous with getting a new customer to our exactly. cash flow in our business. Exactly. Yep. Um, exactly so ha- right. having systems and mechanisms in place where we're actually tracking how long has it been since this customer has mm-hmm. come back and after it mm-hmm. gets past a certain period, gives some incentive to actually come back into the salon. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, Something that's done really well by a, uh, a little health food store close to where we live is mm-hmm. that they've got this point system, and what they do is, and this is specifically designed to increase the frequency of purchase, because they once a month, on the first Monday of every month, they give 20% off store-wide, right? So then everyone's got in their mind right. who's right. Who, who's local in the area, okay, I'm going to go in and I'll on the Monday I'm going to come in and I'm going to get 20% off. So it brings mm-hmm. everyone in at least mm-hmm. once a month. And then yes. with the point system that they have, every now and then you're getting a $5 voucher as part of when you accrue points. And you don't have to spend a whole lot to actually – to actually get that amount. Well, I think it's that we spend so much that it doesn't seem like you have to spend a whole lot. But then that voucher needs to be used every three weeks. It expires in three weeks, right? So you're Mm. being drawn into the salon, uh, not the salon, sorry, the health food store once a month, and then you're getting these vouchers that expire Mm. in three weeks. So there's this cycle of continuously building the loyalty and increasing the frequency of purchase. And I can tell you when you're in the vicinity of the health food store and it's that day, it's that Monday and there's there's uh, 20% off, you consciously check in with yourself and think, hmm, do we need anything from the health food store? Because if we yes. do, now's yes. the time. And if you've got a $5 voucher sitting in your wallet, you walk past the store and you think, oh, is there anything I need? Because I've got $5 cash in, in my pocket that mm. I can only spend mm. at this store. So it's mm. a really nice little mechanism. And obviously they've got the the software systems in place to sort of track and measure all that in a very easily yes. um, way. But I do notice that their prices compared to another health food store that's probably about a 10-minute drive away are – more expensive, but not noticeably more expensive. So they're sort of marginally more expensive and you go in there and you don't really notice it too much, but that extra expense just gets paid back to the customers in these vouchers and and discounts. So it's a really, really nice, nice sort of a setup. Yeah, no, that's great. In fact, you know, you could could basically replicate that exact same strategy uh, if you're a salon owner. And what you'd want to do is not, do it um, necessarily based on your services because you're literally giving up your time or literally giving up your staff's time, you know, at a, okay. at a discount. Yeah. So what you might want to do um, is do it literally for products. So if you know if you're going to copy exactly what you know this health food store does, you might want to say, for example, every 
you know, first Monday of the month, every product, physical product in store is 20% off. Um, and it might be, you know, and, and obviously salon owners have, have access to certain products that the general public can't. So, you know, again, if, if that's what the, um, what you do is have a, you know, a salon or mm. something along those lines to get them in, then sure, you're discounting the, the product, but it's not costing you actual time. But what it is doing is that on every Monday at the start of every month, the first Monday of every month, it's getting a loyal client base in every month and then hopefully converting those guys or some of those guys into actual clients. Yeah, you bet. In fact, what, what some of our salons do with the, the brow services, I know, because we have the, <clears throat> excuse me, the difference between a brow design and a brow maintenance. Um, if the brow maintenance is at a, um, a cheaper price than what a full brow design is, the brow design's the first, um, the first treatment where they share their vision of the brow and everything and they go through and um, do a consultation with the client and do a complete design and then provided that they come in every um, specific you know interval of time a certain number of weeks they 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 get the, the maintenance service at the maintenance cost but if they don't come back and they and they wait, and their hair's grown back, and it's and it's going to take longer to actually pull this thing back into shape. It becomes more like a design, and then the price goes up as a consequence. So it's a nice it's a nice yes. little mechanism to just yes. um, increase that that residual value. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Another one was um, um, one of our students offered tanning um, tanning services as oh. a as a service, um, and tanning uh, is actually a quick process, or at least the way that she did it, it was a quick 10-minute or 15-minute process from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And so what she was doing was uh, offering to existing customers um, uh, the opportunity to get, uh, you know, a free session, I think it was, or a discounted session uh, for, for tanning. And obviously in winter, you're not out there too much getting a tan, but, uh, you know, she started attracting people, getting clients to do that, or at least the idea of it was appealing to a lot of her clients. And so the idea was to get people uh, trying the tanning services. And because it only took 10, 15, 10 to 15 minutes of the time, it wasn't too much of an investment. But mm. what it allowed her to do, or at least the intention was to get those clients trialing the product so it's like trialing a product right for mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. and then if they like it hopefully they'll like it and then they'll come back and um you know adding adding to that in terms of what they already buy from that particular salon owner so that's <laughs> another example of yeah that's great dollar sale. Yeah. that's amazing how, how many people are just uh, I think we all are in a way. We're just creatures of habit. I remember when we had uh, we we sold um, a salon years and years ago, a two-story salon, and um, about a year and a half later, we were back in 
the same state. Um, we flew down and we bumped into one of our old clients who who used to come to our salon, and we yes. said, "Oh, what's what's been happening?" And they said, "Oh, look, you know, it's you know she's not very good. The girl that's taken it over, and she didn't have many sort of friendly things to say." And we were we sort of said, "Oh, well, that's no good. Where are you? Where are you going now?" She said, oh, "I still go there." I still go there, but I'm just, I'm just not all that happy. And it just made me think about mm. how, how habitual people are. Once you get someone in like that, if you can get them in and just, um, you know, give mm. them a great treatment, give them a great, mm. you know, tanning treatment or, or, or whatever it is. Once that pattern develops of them being associated with your salon and coming in, it's very, very powerful. It's very powerful for it to, um, to just cascade on. Yeah. Totally. And if the more the more products and services that you can get your clients to buy, the more sticky they become, so to speak. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, you bet, you bet. They become more associated and more, particularly yeah. when particularly when you've got your you're actually backing that with strong company values and you actually deeply care Sweet. about them and your intention is to service them better than any other salon yep. in the area. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Cool. Excellent. Well, I think our, our time's up and um, it's been great chatting. Thanks for yeah. sharing everything, Brian. My pleasure. It's good to talk with you. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll, we'll look forward to speaking with you in future weeks. Absolutely. Cheers, Toby. Thanks, Brian. Bye. Bye.